Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator Show. Whether you are brand new or have listened to me for a while, I celebrate you for wanting to focus on your personal development. I can tell your career is important to you because you are here today wanting to prioritize your career growth. I'm absolutely thrilled and honored to be your guide, to share my wisdom, encourage you, especially when times get tough, and to give you tips, tools, and advice. Maybe even challenge some of that current thinking you have. Very few people focus on their personal development when it comes to their careers, and especially when times get tough. Most people think that it's never them that needs to grow. It's always the other person. But not you, my friend. You're smart, intuitive, and always looking for opportunities to expand your knowledge in order to live an extraordinary life and a career beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator and your future career success. Mastering Job Interviews Top Tips to Impress Your Interviewer and Seal the Deal Hi and welcome to the Career Pivot Accelerator Show. I'm your host Peggy McKnight and today I'm going to dive right into giving you some top tips for interviews and how to seal the deal when it comes to getting them to say to you you're hired. Job interviews, as we know, can be very daunting, especially if you're unfamiliar with the process or are applying for your dream job, or it's been a while since you actually had a job and you've gone on countless interviews. All of those things put an awful lot of stress and strain on an individual. So yeah, they can be daunting. The good news is that with the right preparation and mindset, you can make a great impression on your interviewer and increase your chances of getting the job. So I'm going to explore some tips and share them with you to help you master job interviews and impress your interviewer. Because really, that's all it is, is just trying to convince them that they really want you and you're going to be a great fit for their organization. From researching the company to practicing your responses, I'm going to offer you strategies that can help you feel more confident and prepared during the interview process. So let's begin right at the very top, which is research the company. One of the most important things you can do to prepare for a job interview is to research the company. This includes learning about their mission, the values, products, services, and any recent news or developments. By doing your homework, you can show your interviewer that you are genuinely interested in the company and are very serious about the job. So here's some ways that you can research the company before your interview. Visit the website. 
pretty obvious, right? But with their website, they'll have a whole host of information like the history, the mission statement, the values, what they really stand for, any kind of causes that they're currently advocating for or working hand in hand with. Just anything you can glean from the website to give you that kind of inside edge over other candidates. And by all means, take notes and bring them into the interview because it's stressful enough to be answering all their questions, especially if you have a panel and remembering everything that you've tried to commit to memory from their website could be a little difficult. So I think it's perfectly acceptable to bring in a notebook, not a large notebook, but just a little notebook where you've made some notes for yourself to jog your memory. If they say any kind of questions about, you know, what do you know about us, i.e. the organization, you can then quickly refer to it if you need to. And then that will jog your memory and then you can start having those conversations with them about what you really liked about the website and the company and what it stands for, the mission statement. Maybe you want to ask them to elaborate a little bit more about the mission statement or what they've done to help the community, all sorts of things can really spark conversation with them because it also demonstrates that you have taken the time and care to really start to do your research of what they stand for as an organization. Okay, you also want to look for news articles or press releases about the company. So this is where Google comes into play really helpfully and there you can glean any kind of press information that is out there in the World Wide Web. You want to check out their social media pages if they have them, and that would include LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever they're living. Check them all out. Talk to current or former employees to get an insider's perspective. And if you don't know anyone from the organization, then by all means, tap into LinkedIn and see if you can make those connections with some employees or even former employees. By doing your research, you can also prepare thoughtful questions to ask your interviewer, which can show that you are engaged and interested in the company's goals and culture. If you couldn't find the company goals and, and necessarily the culture, you could kind of get the vibe from the interviews, or not the interviews, but the website. But if it's still not obvious to you, by all means, ask. You know, and also when you enter the doors of the organization and they take you through to the interview room, have a glance around. Just, you know, quietly observe your surroundings to see if you can pick up any kind of vibes. You know, is it a real casual vibe, friendly, or is it very straight and there's no nonsense? those kinds of things you really want to be paying attention to. Okay, so that's doing your research about the company. Next step is practice your responses. It's natural to feel nervous during a job interview, but practicing your responses can help you feel more confident and prepared. Side note here about feeling nervous. If you are not nervous, I think Personally, that's a bad sign because you need that element of butterflies in your stomach a little bit because it gives you an internal check 
as to how badly do you want this job? How badly do you want to work for the organization? If you don't feel a little nervous, just a little nervous, not a lot, but just a little nervous, then it could be an indication of, well, how badly do you want the job? So tune into what your internal clock is telling you on that front with regards to your nerves. But again, practicing your responses will help to alleviate some of those extra nerves that you might be facing. Take some time to think about common interview questions and prepare responses that highlight your skills and experiences. Here's some common interview questions you may encounter. First up, naturally, so tell me about yourself. This can trip you up. And what the interviewers are looking for is not war and peace. They're not looking for your whole life history. So like with the resume that you send in to keep it to one, no more than two pages, you do not want to go into this whole diatribe of your whole career history, especially if you've had a lengthy one. But even if you want to share with them all of the volunteer work that you've done and other extracurricular activities, you do not want to pad out that time. That time is precious. Keep it straight and to the point and succinct and relevant to the job role. So again, by doing your homework about the job description, try and match up about yourself and how you could weave in a conversation about telling them about you and how, without saying, and this is why I'm a good fit. Um, but they'll get the message when you start to weave in your language about telling your, them about yourself that they will really start to think because what you're doing is planting little seeds of thought into their mind without them realizing it, that you are the best fit because you have a lot of experience that is relevant to this role that you have applied for and that you're sitting in the interview right there and then. Okay, next question you may be asked is what are your strengths and weaknesses? Now, it might not necessarily be packaged that way, but go back to my podcast 191 about strengths and weaknesses. I dive in and give you details and tips and pointers about talking about your strengths and weaknesses in that episode. So that's podcast number 191. Another question you might be asked is, well, why do you want to work for this company? That might be, you know, sounding a little confrontational, but that's where your enthusiasm comes in because you really love the organization or you wouldn't have been bothered to apply for it. You don't tell them that, by the way, but you get as much enthusiasm as possible without scaring them and express why you want to work for the company. Say something along the lines of that you're previous experience has led you up to today, which is why you applied for the job and you think that you would be a really good fit because, and then elaborate about their job description and how you match. Another question you might be asked is, how do you handle conflict or difficult situations? I think this is a really good one and very key because not a lot of employers do really go into diving into the details of something like conflict or difficult situations. 
And I think it's really important in this day and age to be able to demonstrate to an employer that you're not afraid of conflict. Doesn't mean to say you're combative. It just means that you are willing to go the extra mile to build bridges rather than tear them down or tear others down in the process. Difficult situations, again, you might think of an example that you can bring to the table and answer it that way about a difficult situation. Another question you might be asked is, can you give me an example of a time when you demonstrated leadership or teamwork? Again, it depends on the actual job that you are applying for, whether they're going to ask about your leadership skills, but teamwork is definitely a big one for any position. People want to know that you are a team player and you're not just there to steal the spotlight. So next up is when preparing your responses, try to be concise and specific. Use example from your past experiences to demonstrate your skills and abilities. It can also be helpful to practice your responses with a friend, family member, coach, whoever, who will give you that very honest and valid feedback. Heck, even do it in front of a mirror or use your phone to record yourself and then play it back to see how you come across. You know, we, we, we can be our worst critics, but also we can be our best friends. And on this exercise, you're looking to be your best friend with loving kindness, but also looking at it critically of, oh, I could have said that a little differently or a little bit better. I need to, you know, make sure that I'm a little bit more confident sounding in that area. So that, that would be huge if you could record yourself on your phone and then play it back so you get the practice. All right, another one that I don't hear an awful lot of people talking about these days, but dress professionally. First impressions really do matter. We all make judgments, like within the first five, 10 seconds of meeting someone. So dressing professionally can help make you a great first impression to your interviewer. Don't overpower dress, but just keep it nice and smart and clean. The dress code will depend on the company and the job you are applying for, but it's always better to err on the side of caution and dress more formally. Now I'm not talking about ball gowns and tuxedos, not that formal, but just something smart like a pair of khakis and a nice dress shirt that you feel good in that you know you feel good in and very comfortable because the last thing you want to do is sit there and squirm because you're feeling really uncomfortable in the clothing choice that you made for that interview. So definitely give your clothing a test run before actually going to interview. You don't want to be buying something an hour before interview and then throw it on to find that it is ill-fitting. There's nothing worse than that. So here's some tips for dressing professionally. You want to wear a suit or a blazer and some dress pants or a skirt. Just keep it basic. Choose conservative colors such as black, navy, gray. You can add a bit of pop of color, but again, depending on the organization and your personality, I would say, is where you want to go with regards to the colors. 
Avoid distracting accessories or jewelry. Make sure your clothes are clean and wrinkle-free. And finally, wearing comfortable shoes that are appropriate for the job. By dressing professionally, you can show your interviewer that you take the job and the interview process seriously, rather than just showing up in some holy jeans and t-shirts that haven't been washed for weeks. They're gonna think, well, where have you been? All right, next up is being punctual. Being late to a job interview can send a very wrong message to your interviewer. They will really seriously consider, well, maybe you're not interested in this job and how dare you make me wait, right? It's important to arrive early, at least 15 minutes early, to show that you are reliable and respectful of their time. So here's some tips to being punctual if this is an area that you need to work on. You definitely want to plan your route in advance, especially if you've never been there before. It's a brand new city or a brand new location that you've never been to. So definitely plan your route in advance and allow for extra time for traffic or unexpected delays like parking or public transportation. You just never know what's gonna happen on the day. You wanna consider doing a trial run to the interview, maybe over the weekend, perhaps. Um, this will give you a good idea and also ensure that you know where it is, that's a big plus, and how long it takes to get there. Bring a book or some work to do in case you arrive early. That is definitely something that you can plan for. If you're running late though, due to unforeseen circumstances, be sure to call them and let them know, but also have them on speed dial so you're not floundering and panicking about where the number is. Definitely have it in your phone already on speed dial and then you really can't go wrong. All right, next up is make eye contact and use confident body language. During the interview, it's important to make eye contact, not stare them down, just make nice, pleasant eye contact and use confident body language to show that you are engaged and interested in the conversation. Maybe lean a little forward, but not too far forward that you think, oh gosh, they're in my face. You, you certainly want to find a happy medium. But overall, by making eye contact and using confident body language, it can also help you appear more confident and assertive. Here's some tips for using confident body language. Sit up straight and avoid slouching or fidgeting. Keep your feet flat on the ground and avoid crossing your legs or arms. Why? Because it shows, well, definitely with your crossing your arms, it could come across and perceived as defensive or that you know it all and, you know, just being an interview is a waste of time. You don't know what is going through the interviewer's mind. And so by them observing you and you have your arms crossed, they might think and already write you off thinking, oh, you're not bothered or you're very defensive 
I have a big question mark about this person. Ultimately, what you're trying to do is eliminate all of those question marks and getting them to say yes to all of the answers and to the questions that they have asked you. So feet flat on the ground, avoid crossing your legs or arms. Make eye contact with the interviewer when speaking. But equally, if it's a panel, make eye contact with the interviewer, the person who has asked you the question, but also scan the rest of the panel as well. Don't leave them out of the conversation. So just talking to one person and one person only is not necessarily a good idea because then the other people start to feel a little isolated. Use hand gestures, but not too much, just to emphasize important points but avoid excessive gesturing. And by all means, do not make any fists because that could come across as very aggressive or slapping your hands together in a rather aggressive way as well is not a good idea. So yeah, you can use your hands, but don't have them flailing all over the place. It could be a distraction at the end of the day. You want to smile and nod to show that you are actively listening. And finally, you want to be using confident body language. You can convey a positive and professional image to your interviewer. Next up is showing your enthusiasm. Employers want to hire candidates who are passionate about the job and the company. During the interview, show your enthusiasm by highlighting your skills and experiences that relate to the job and the company's goals. So here's some ways that you can show your enthusiasm by using positive language and the tone of voice that you have. Ask questions about the company's culture and goals. Write that one down. Make sure you ask about the company's culture and their goals. It might not necessarily be obvious on their website. Share stories about your past experiences that relate to the job. That will show a connection there and really start to get them to think, oh, we like this person. We really do want to hire them. And then finally, express your excitement about the opportunity to work for the company. Again, don't go overboard but definitely convey your enthusiasm. By showing your enthusiasm, you can demonstrate your commitment to the job and the company's mission, rather than just being a real downer and thinking, oh, well, you know. It shows and demonstrates to an employer, or potential employer, I should say, that, well, your lack of enthusiasm, you know, is um, just not there. How enthusiastic are they going to be to get the job done when they actually arrive? So you definitely want to be showing your enthusiasm, but in your way. And then finally, you want to follow up after the interview. Not a lot of candidates do this, I find. I think I have had in the past 10 years, just a couple of people who have actually bothered to find the email addresses and send an, an email as a thank you. So after the interview, it's important to follow up with a thank you note or an email. Specifically nowadays, email is more than acceptable. 
And if you're not sure, ask the HR department. Give them a call. This can show your interviewer that you are polite, professional, and interested in the job. So here's some tips for following up at interview or after the interview, I should say. You want to send them a thank you note or an email within 24 hours of the interview. That's key. Any more than that, they're going to start to forget, especially if they have volumes of people to interview. So you definitely want to capture them when they're fresh in their mind or you're fresh in their mind 24 hours, no less than that. You want to express your gratitude for the interviewer's time and consideration. You also want to reiterate your interest in the job and the company. Again, maybe throw in some enthusiasm in that respect. Mention any additional qualifications or experience that you forgot to mention during interview. If you didn't forget to mention it, definitely reinforce it. By following up, you can leave a positive impression on your interviewer and increase your chances of getting the job. So to wrap up, mastering job interviews requires preparation, confidence, and enthusiasm. By researching the company, practicing your responses, dressing professionally, being punctual, using confident body language, showing your enthusiasm, and following up after the interview, you can impress your interviewer and ultimately seal the deal. Remember, stay calm, be yourself, and show your interviewer why you are the best candidate for the job. Let your light shine. Good luck, my friend. Until next time, bye for now.